We are counting down to the start of the second test between India and Australia in Delhi. SEN, of course, will be there from 2.25 this afternoon for ball-by-ball ball coverage. To set the scene for us, we're joined by former Aussie ODI and Test Quick, Ryan Harris. Rhino, welcome. Good morning, Sam. Nice to chat, mate. Likewise. Good to talk to you again. Oh, can you recall a more fervent debate, Ryan, over an 11 than what we've got here? It's been uh, it's been intense this week. Uh, it's been unbelievable, hasn't it? It's... Um... I answered your question, no, um, and, and I was probably surprised Well, surprised for the first time in a long time the selections in the first test uh, as well. So um, I think, obviously, because of that, that's why the debate's been going on. Um, and chucking a few uh, injured players as well with Stark and Green, uh, Hazelwood as well. So, uh, look, yeah, it's been a, a hotly debated side. Um, I think just about every, every cricket pundit has put their side out and had their two cents worth. So... Um, look, it's like everyone. Um, I'm fascinated again to see, like I was in the first um, going to the first test, what what the makeup of the team is. But it's going to be um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It has been, hasn't it? The question around the water cooler: What's your eleven look like? I, I wonder now. You mentioned injured players, so with Cam Green and Mitchell Stark, and we're being kept in the dark right up until the coin toss here. So, I mean, regardless of what happens, Ryan, I think it's safe to say neither of them are going to be a hundred percent. I wonder, there's a feeling out there, given the high stakes, you know, the series is on the line here. Is it time to take a risk? I mean, assuming they're okay medically and it's more of a judgment call, do they roll the dice on, on one or both, given given the fact that, um, you know, the series is on the line? Yeah, I, I, I think they will. Um, my only worry with one of... Mitchell Stark doesn't doesn't bother me so much, too much because he's... I mean, he's been bowling... Um, over there, um, he, he, he's, he's had a, I mean, he's had a couple of weeks off, obviously, with his finger coming in. It wasn't what, only, a, only a few weeks, so he's had enough bowl. I'd say he'd be ready. The only one would be Cameron Green, um, <clears throat> excuse me, who still was the other day only bowling with a tennis ball. I, I heard on the news. I only heard that through the media reports, but that's a bit concerning that he's still not, or he, he wasn't bowling mm. um, actually, with a cricket ball. So that's sort of the that's the that's the recovery you have coming back from a broken finger as a bowler. So. My worry with him, if, if they go in with him, um, they may only go in with one other quick. Um, and if he's not, you know, if he can't get through 15, 20 overs or, or 15 overs at least, um, that, that's going to put a lot of pressure on the other quick, probably Pat Cummins. So, um, you know, <clears throat> not that hopefully we'll need, need the quicks too much. Cause if we, if I think if we, if Cameron Grant plays, I've got a feeling we're playing three spinners, yeah. which I think is not a bad idea. So, and I think when you say that, that's a little bit out of the box for us to play to do that. Um, so, Look, it's. I think Mitchell Stark plays. Um, he should play. He 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 he, roughs, he gets a bit of rough outside that off stump for Nathan Lyon and Todd Murphy. Um, you know, so and obviously Ashwin as well. He'll he'll create that rough for. But I think the fact that they haven't named this what this the team, which I I know they like doing the day before or the night before. Yeah, it tells me that there's still a fair bit of doubt there on what they are actually going to go with. Yeah. So, Ryan, you played for a long time. And at this level of the game, you know, you get smacked around and you do the smacking around. But psychologically, in between those matches is so interesting. Like, take us inside the dressing room. They're a pretty res- – well, we like to think they're a pretty resilient group. I mean, how would yeah. they have gone about picking themselves up from that? Because it was obviously an unmitigated disaster, the first test. Yeah, it was. And that, they obviously know that. You don't have to tell them that. And, yeah. and they are, don't worry, they're very resilient. That, that's, that's, that's how you get there. And that's what you, you it's part of your job of, of, of being a professional sport cricketer. I can't talk about other sport, but you've, you, you've got to be able to, you know, yeah, you've, you've got to be able to bounce back after, after a defeat like that. So, they, look, they, they would have had some um, you know, good plans going in. They had their preparation. Some have questioned the preparation of not playing a game, which is a little bit interesting, but they had their preparation. They had it. 
uh, in Sydney. They were happy with it, um, according to, again, only hearing what they say in the media. Um, they would have had their plans, and, and they probably just went away from their plans again. When you're under pressure out there, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to do. I mean, I never played cricket, um, test cricket in India, but you know, talking a lot about to, to ex-players and coaches, it's, you know, it's, your plans can be, you can go away from your plans pretty quickly when you're under pressure. So it's mm. just a matter of, of, of sneaking to them. They would have sat down, they would have, um, you know, unpacked everything. They would have spoken as a group. They would have spoken individually with each other or even with their coach, with, with the coaching staff. You know, once you get through that day or probably day or two after, probably day, um, then you then you then you sort of move on to you know what's coming up next and and what do I have to do and and what is my plan and making sure um, you know put that plan into place at training. They have um, you know a good thing about being in India. One of the best things is you've got a lot of bowlers that can come in, so you can you can go and hand pick um, <clears throat> a lot of you know like unusual spinners, which which is what they'll do, and they'll have them bowling to them, you know, for two or three hours at a time. So they'll have that practice. They'll get back in the nets. Um, and again, that, you know, that's, that's what you've got to do. As I said, just got to get over that, whatever that, whatever that last test was, um, you know, and then work on how you're going to make it better and coming up in this next one. So that, they're, they're very determined. They're, these guys are, these guys are, are good players. Um, there's no doubt about that. And, and, and um, you know, again, I think what the sounds of the, the thing for me is as well, they sound like they're pretty, they're a tight knit group. Um, you now they'll be helping each other out and encouraging each other. So, uh, you just got to move on, and, and, and when you get out there tomorrow well, today, um, it, it's going to be a um, you know make sure you're 100 percent ready and, and, and switched on. We're speaking to former Australian fast bowler Ryan Harris. Uh, Ryan, I've got to ask you, Steve Smith's you know thumbs up um, has really split old and new age thinking, really. And, and Pat Cummins has said he was bemused by the fact you know you win so many tests playing in a certain way, and then the one you lose, you've apparently got to play with a harder edge. I mean, what's your mm-hmm. line of thinking with this sort of stuff? I sort of tend to I don't agree with Pat, I tend to agree with Pat. Um, I think the thing is, Steve Smith, I mean, I know AB, the great AB, is a, is a legend of our sport and a legend of a man. I know he's come out and said some stuff, and, and that's the way he sees it, and that's absolutely fine. I, I don't think actually Steve Smith would know he'd be doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, when he's out there and he does all his mannerisms, um, you know, he compliments bowling when a lot, um, when, you know, when a bowler bowls a good ball, and, um, you know, that. I think it's really tough. I, I, I sort of, I mean, I do agree with AB in a way that we want to, we want to be hard edged, that sort of stuff. But I think it's, it's a tough one because I mean, I, back when I was, back when I was playing, and, and you know, we, we, we weren't necessarily liked in in, by the Australian public fans because we played a bit too hard or thought we played hard, and and then all of a sudden, if the guys don't go out too hard, go out and play hard, then they don't play hard enough. So I think it's a, it's a thin line to walk, yeah. and, and you know, you're never going to please everyone with the way you play. I mean. His history says that we do. We go out and play hard and do and do. But you know whether that's the, the right thing for this team. That that might be something a little bit different. The way they the way they talk about. You know whether they get out and get in India's face or get in Kohli's face, which it doesn't look like that's the way they played this time. I know it might have been a bit of a plan last time down there, but it might it didn't work. So it's interesting. You just don't know unless you're inside that in sanctum there that exactly what what the feelings are and what the what the plan is. You know to to go out and well not intimidate, but. But you know, get under the, uh, the opposition's skin. So it's really hard to sit and, and talk from the outside. But look, I, I, again, I, I don't like seeing it too chummy. <laughs> but um, now the other thing about this as well, they play a lot of IPL together. Guys know each other a lot better than they used to. Yeah. Um, with you know, with opposition players. So they play. Um, but and again, I don't like seeing too much of the, the chummy stuff. But again, it's 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 you know, it is what it is. And like I said, Steve Smith probably wouldn't even know he was doing that. 
Hey, Ryan, just a quick broader one before we let you go. Um, uh, closer to home, I think we've all been struck by uh, last night, yesterday's test between um, New Zealand and England, and, and Basball, even by their standards, going to another level there with a, with a first-day declaration. I was keen to ask, do you feel this is more, um, you know, and it's been the last 10 tests, this method, a, a potential flash in the pan or something that is really going to catch on because they're almost changing the face of, of, of this format of the game right in front of our eyes? Yeah, I'm I'm fascinated, fascinated by what happens there every, every time they play. Um, and it worked last night. I mean, you got New Zealand, um, albeit they're under man New Zealand, but three for 40, I think now at the end of the day. And, um, you know, that's just from afar, again, just seeing the way they, they want to do it and want to play. It's just, it's Brendan McCullum, as it's called, Basball, as everyone's labelled it. It's a 10 to a T. Just love to get the game moving. Mm. Um, really, yeah, really, really unusual to, to do it, you know, Declare on day one. <clears throat> you know, I think with day night cricket, whether they do that in the Red Bull test, probably. Uh, with day night cricket, um, with, with day night test cricket, you know, the best time to bowl is around that dusk area, obviously, that, or, or, or just as the sun is going down. So, um, yeah, maybe that's a plan that they had to, to try and explore, um, you know, to, to, to get the best conditions to bowl. Um, but oh, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still, cu- I mean, I'm still curious to see how long that, that, that can last. I mean, they've done it now, as you say, for a little while, but. Um, you know what happens. I just like everyone. I think I speak to is it's great to watch for now. What happens if it doesn't work for three or four tests? Where do they go? But look, it's it's entertaining. Um, are they are they setting the new? I don't think so. I mean, I mean, we 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 we've always tried to play attacking cricket. I wouldn't say we play that attacking <laughs> in Australia. Uh, we like to keep the game moving. But look, it, it's another. Four, it, everyone plays it differently. It's like when you're playing in all conditions. Everyone plays a test match differently in those conditions. If they want to keep doing that and. And when well, they've been successful, then that's that's great. And what I look forward to is that, you know against our guys in in, in England in is that going to be in August, I think, or whenever it is. It's going to be. I'm interested to see how they how they play, uh, you know, against us it, it, with that sort of format. I mean, Ben Stokes did it in the Test match last time we were there. Um, so look, it, it's it is it's it's great to watch. Um, I just wonder how long it can can go on for. And um, like many people I've spoken to, it's the same. So, but mm. yeah, I, I think they have they've reinvented the wheel a little bit. Um, like I said, I don't think we've ever seen. A, I definitely haven't seen a, a declaration eight or nine down on day one. That's <laughs> it's amazing. It is. You can't look away, can you? Hey, Ryan, yeah. uh, great to chat again. Appreciate your insights as always, and uh, enjoy the cricket this afternoon. Well, well, there, mate. Thanks. Nice chat.